Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 349 alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Joined also with us today is Cody Maurice Dorgett. How the hell are you, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing well. Unpacking and getting this house together, honey. (laughs) nice good to hear well it's monday when we record this monday march 21st and you guys i went out as you guys all know i broke my ankle but Mm -hmm. i'm on the mend everything's going great i'm starting to walk step by step literally and it's all going well i think i'm (laughs) i think i prefaced on an earlier show that i had my old college buddy uh in town who can get a little crazy and I was having a little anxiety attacks leading up to it. I just was because he's so much fun and we used to be partners in crime. When we went to college, we lived together. We were workout buddies. We were go-go dancers and he has just doesn't quit. Jeremy, you've met him before. and Yeah, he's, he's like an energizer bunny, especially when he's like visiting your town and like right. area. Get it in. <laughs> exactly but i was having anxiety because it was like my first guest and anyways i think he got the picture when he saw me that it was a little worse it helped that his fiance uh her um, i guess broke his ankle as well mm-hmm. not uh, like maybe a few years ago and he knew the process of how long it takes to heal and mend a broken ankle so he was totally understanding thank god and i said well, I'll totally go to dinner. We had a great, fabulous dinner at a Peruvian restaurant here in town. I said I would go to the classic monster, which was a lot of fun, I have I to love say. The monster. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, we go in, it's packed, and it's like 8.15 or 8.30 at night on a Saturday night, but it's totally packed. With the only seats, we got me a stool by the piano. And wouldn't you know it, I'm sitting right in front of the piano, and all of a sudden, 
they start singing Adele, which oh my I'm not God. the biggest fan of, but I had and to fake it to, I had to fake it to make it and act like I was totally into it. Someone like you is oh being my belted, it. belted oh my God. by. So the pianist is singing it, the male singer singing Adele, someone like you, and this girl, straight girl, standing next to us is belting out the lyrics to oh, the song God. like it's her favorite song on the planet like she <laughs> lived what adele lived she is feeling it moving her body and i'm that like girl do not amazing. touch me do not touch me girl because we're gonna have and a then problem you started over singing. here i did not i was <laughs> the crazy thing about the whole thing is we look a little closer over at her and she's reading the lyrics off of her phone. So she no. like looked up Google the lyrics of the song. So I'm like, how are you gonna belt out this song? Like you it's your song practically, and you don't really know all the lyrics. You had to like read them off. And your the phone. lyrics aren't that complicated to that. They're not song. that I mean, I I practically know the lyrics. And and so she kept looking down and then she's like going crazy. I'm like she acted like she was this major fan of this song and she doesn't know the li- it would be like for me if it was a madonna song and then i'm like let me just look up material girl just oh to my see God. it so i get it right and it would be like my friends would slap me yeah. put that phone down oh, it was nuts I, I i will have you know that i was home home on a saturday night at 10 30 p.m oh. i told my friend i am done this was good enough this is a great start but i was so happy to be home but i had a great time sent him out he didn't come home till 8 30 in the morning the next day mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> nice. it was a lot yeah but jeremy i heard you went out to the gay bars for the first time in a long while yeah so we went to uh I was on a roll Friday, so I got out of work early. I went drinking uh, with a few of my uh, cousins, and then we were like, let's go out in Boston. So I went to uh, Club Cafe, which is was a cool yes. like, music video used... club, and that yeah, was my first time. And then uh, that was my first time there, and then I went to Legacy and saw like a drag show. Oh, fun yeah could you then, keep up could you keep up <laughs> i felt like older than everybody else like i honestly could not keep up and i started drinking at like i think 3 p.m on friday oh that's so funny. by like 10 p.m i was done yeah it's crazy if you are out of practice yes it is like riding a bike going to a gay bar how i mean i did after a couple drinks get my footing on the bike and was fine (laughs) in the bar but it took me a minute i was having anxiety at first i was like oh mainly like don't step on my boot and and then it was just so saturday i think also because of covid people are out and about and it like was the west nice Field. weekend too people were out in strodes it was ridiculous it was like a holiday for some and it was also really warmer weather too so i don't know how it was in boston but we were having great weather over yeah here. friday was 70 degrees that's why like See? everyone and their mother was out on friday night yeah, yeah, so crazy. You, Cody, you've been going out, but how was your weekend? We got to get you in there. It was fantastic. <laughs> I, it was my friend Andy. 
Andrea. It's a girl. It was her birthday on Friday, and we went out for St. Patrick's Day and on Friday, and I was exhausted all weekend, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky I'm alive right now. <laughs> it can, I mean, it does a number on you. Yeah. I was Sunday, I just was, you know, in all day watching movies and TV shows and just nurturing myself. It was great, but so much fun. I'm glad I did it, and yay to that. Uh, a quick announcement, Tuesday, March 29th, coming up a week from this Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're a part of our Patreon community, our Tags Sex Pause community, we are going to be doing our first ever Discord voice chat uh, called Deeper. And if you join at the Twink category on our Patreon page and above, you'll be a part of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to be talking about everything. Uh, Cody and I will lead it off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Maybe we can twist Jeremy's arm to join us. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> but yes, it will be a lot of fun. Um, you can go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast and consider joining and joining our patreon page and supporting the community okay well we got so many topics to get into let's do it the first this was making the news and i had to just talk about it i was laughing at this sean mendez you all know sean mendez Mm -hmm. i know her uh (laughs) yeah he is he posted this whole thing a video and his he's apparently still trying to heal from his november 2021 split from camilla cabello Mm -hmm. Quote, I think that's the reality. I think that's the reality that kind of hit me. It's like, oh, I'm on my own now, the singer 23 said in a new video posted on Instagram. Now I feel like finally, like, he says like a lot, by the way, I'm actually (laughs) on my own and I hate that. That's my reality, you know? Mendes, who was sitting at a piano, and you guys, if you watch this video, he's talking to the camera and expressing his sorrow for being alone essentially and then he'll do a little piano chord and then he'll talk over himself but it's oh, just God. random riffs <laughs> on a piano and i wanted you to vomit when i saw it just <laughs> fyi mendes who was sitting at the piano and speaking candidly to the camera added that he didn't realize quote all this shit all the shit that comes after a breakup really which is like <laughs> this is him talking which is like who do i call when i'm like in a panic attack, who do I call when I'm like fucking on the edge? He continued. Mendes and Cabello 25 were first linked in July of 2019, announced their split last fall with a joint statement. Um, does the, Jeremy, does he just need to kind of grow up and this is what it's like <laughs> to be alone and get with the program that it's not the end of the world, especially with the breakup that happened in November of last year i'm just like uh, it sounds like he's dwelling a little bit and i'm like where are your fucking friends and where's your new (laughs) already i mean you're fucking gay (laughs) 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 ain't nobody got time for her anyways (laughs) maybe that's why we got the liberace moment of it all i'm at the piano the drama drama. (laughs) anyone that knows liberace listening audience is like he would do Little Vegas stints, and he would play a little and then chat to the crowd. It's dramatic. <laughs> yeah, totally dramatic. I mean, making your own drama music of it all. I mean, what are your thoughts on this, Cody? I, I bet you're a, you're probably a 
Sean Mendes. First man. of all, I'm here for it. He can call me whenever he has his panic attacks. I am. Oh. I'll be waiting by the phone for Sean Mendes to call. Okay, I will push my boyfriend out the bed and go <laughs> and answer his phone call. But I just, I'm, I agree with Jeremy. He just needs to learn how to be comfortable where he is in his own skin, and the right relationship will come along. And it'd probably be with another man because like you said he seems a little gay to me so okay but that's neither here nor there but okay you guys have <laughs> got to watch this video it's hilarious but maybe this will shed a little bit more light on it a recent reddit post related not to sean mendez but asked the question what's your reason for deliberately remaining single if you're if you currently are and some of the responses were pretty interesting like the men in my life that I am compatible with aren't single and I refuse to be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I will patiently and watchfully wait until the right compatible single or poly man crosses my path. I like living life on my own. Somebody else oh, wrote, nice. okay. Somebody wrote not comfortable with my body quite yet. Oh, that's okay. I feel for that. Yeah. Um, somebody amend amend that can't seem to find any guys that just want to talk and want a serious relationship the nsa scene was having a bad effect on my mental health so i've decided to stay single and not actively meet anyone but if the right guy miraculously comes along perfect and i'll take it from there otherwise content with living like this and i love this last comment as whoopi goldberg eloquently puts it i don't want someone in my house <laughs> <laughs> and I can relate to that one too because oh, just getting ready for my friend Francisco who was, who was my college buddy to come I was like oh let me get this house in order yeah. because I get really comfortable by myself I like a good you know I, I kind of feel like yes I do want somebody at some point or just spend mm -hmm. some time with but i want our separate places i think really and yeah i'm just That's you know i'm really comfortable with you know and spending time when it's right i mean i could change my mind of course yeah, but that's kind of how i feel right now and <laughs> i think to the whole point about sean mendes it's you have to really be comfortable with yourself first and foremost i think before you can then go into a relationship and bring something to the table i've gone into relationships before where i was really insecure i can relate to some of the comments like my body issues and this and that and those things seeped out into the relationship i was jealous and things didn't go so great in some of my earlier relationships. So I think now I would be much more, I would just be looking for somebody to make me laugh, mm -hmm. I think is where I would be when that time comes. Um, Jeremy, what's your thoughts on this as a single person also on the program w about this Reddit thread? Are you content being single or are you looking or is it that important? What's I feel like it's for, on, yeah. it's definitely on the back burner. I'm not like in a rush because I feel like the pandemic is somewhat coming to an end at the moment. So I feel like everyone's coming out of their shell a little bit in a way. And I'm not like, actively searching for anything specific so i'm just keeping my options open and trying to uh extend my social uh just being a social butterfly a little bit more than i have been and extending the circle of people that i spend time with 
I'm kind of on the same plan too, because of the pandemic, because of my ankle. So little by little, it's really step by step kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of fun. It's like a clean slate in many regards, right? Yeah. Where you kind of get to, we had this time to really reflect and maybe we want to pivot and do things a little bit differently this time around. And it's kind of, I'm enjoying it so far as things open up and I'm moving forward, but I'm also like you, it's on the back burner, but on the burner, (laughs) (laughs) there's a flame (laughs) y'all. Cody, you um, of course are just moved in. What are your thoughts on when you were single though? Were you happy or were you always on the hunt? I don't think you were though, right? I was. I had my eyes open, but I was on the hunt more for dick than I was for (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I wasn't going to say that because I've gone out with you before, but I'm glad you did. (laughs) Facts are facts. Um, But I think that you, you just have to wait for things to be right basically and that's what i was waiting for that's why i was single for so long and when you when it is right you know that it's right and then you take it to the next step and then things progress how they progress and you don't really need to be in a certain position or feel i feel like you just have to be accepting of yourself and then you can move into a relationship with somebody i don't think really you should like go into something having making sure that you're this perfect person because you're never going to be a perfect person no and you that's such a great testament to what you just said honest as well about it gives us hope i think that if many of us are you know we're looking for dick half the time 90 (laughs) percent of the time and you still found somebody on the apps we're going to be talking a little bit more apps in a little bit but the fact that you did ultimately and yes who is perfect no one's perfect and who is a hundred percent there it's always going to be something yeah so yeah i think but keep it on the burner everybody (laughs) all right moving on there is a revival in my old stomping ground hometown of san francisco to revive gay bathhouses that's right speaking of on the hunt for dick yeah (laughs) I'm going to be asking the question in a little bit. Like, do you think bathhouses are still a relevant thing? Mm -hmm. But in an effort to create more safe spaces for San Francisco LGBTQ community, Supervisor Rafael Mandelman on Tuesday proposed creating new zoning regulations that would allow for the revival of gay bathhouses. Under Mandelman's proposed legislation, a new zoning category for adult sex venues would be created, making way for such businesses to be permitted in historically LGBTQ-affiliated neighborhoods like the Tenderloin, South of Market, Upper Market, and, of course, the Castro. The proposed bill builds off legislation drafted by Mandelman in 2020 which updated stringent city health and safety standards governing commercial adult sex venues that were first imposed in 1984. Why do you ask? Well, it was the the height of the AIDS epidemic, and that's why they kind of cracked down on this. Mm -hmm. At the time, the city sued operators of gay bathhouses and other consensual adult venues, citing them as a public nuisance and uh, and prompting most to close. So he's really on a plan to get this changed. Um, The person writing this story wrote, 
I should think dealing with the out-of-control homelessness and lack of affordable housing mm-hmm. in San Francisco might be more important than giving gays another smelly and dank place to have sex. Okay, well, that's a little <laughs> dark. <laughs> but maybe, I know, right? But maybe a bathhouse is more lucrative for the city and brings in more tax dollars than an apartment building for poor people. That's a good point, right? Hmm. I think. Then again, given that, um, well, anyways... This person goes on to say they're not very kind to San Francisco yeah. and that you could basically have sex in the streets right now and no one would even care. Oh, hey, I'm not sure. Trip. It's kind of a dark <laughs> viewpoint on it. I don't know. Some people in the... Do you, Jeremy, think that bathhouses are still a thing creating space for this or... and or? I mean, I'm reasons? kind of like impartial to it. I feel like... For San Francisco, it's literally a part of the like gay history mm-hmm. and culture of the area. And in my opinion, I prefer cruise bars and clubs over bathhouses, but I have nothing against bathhouses or anyone that attends them. And they can definitely be a fun environment. I've been to the one in Chicago, which is like a super oh, well-known one and... Can I stop you right there? Because our listener on Discord, uh, James Mm -hmm. from Chicago, just posted in our Discord chat on that cell block has a great back room. Is that the one that you and I went to, Jeremy? Cell Uh, block? I don't remember that name. He said there's a back room. And I know we went to two that were next door to each other. One was with a T. I can't remember it now. Where is it? Which... In Boys Town, I I believe. Let me see. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Let me see if he's yes, alive. Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah. Cell block. Okay, yeah. yeah. He said the back bar, which is more to your liking, kind of. We, we went uh, and had fun there. So I hear you. But I hear what you're saying, that essentially it's, it's part of San Francisco's tradition. And it kind of sounds like what my opinion would be too is that why not i mean as long as they're yeah, in definitely doesn't, areas it definitely doesn't bother me as much as the uh commentary from that specific person i feel like nasty it's really bitch. like nasty and negative <laughs> and it's way too judgmental exactly. for like if you like that scene and that's your thing then go with it and have fun i mean who is anyone else to judge someone for the way that they want to pick up guys or meet up with guys. I love a good bathhouse scene, but I prefer more of a kind of sex club backroom cell block type of thing even better because it's less committal in the fact that you have to not strip all the way down. Mm-hmm. And some I like I really love the bars in Europe, for example, because they have back rooms in many of their bars. For example, take Berlin. You can go to a bar and have a drink. There's videos or maybe porn on the on the screens. Mm-hmm. You can socialize, meet people. And then when you want, you can go in the maze in the back and have some fun. Or I'm thinking of France or of Le Depot, where even better, you can have a drink, you can socialize, you can dance on two separate floors, and then you can go in a maze there's a dark room or there's private rooms that are free, by the way, Ooh. you know, amongst your your fee that you pay to get in. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, it's 
kind of great bang for your buck for a good night out. But that being said, I've gone to plenty of bathhouses in the past and had a great time, usually in other cities. But I think with if people are going to have new zoning laws in San Francisco, I bet they're going to do it right. They're not going to be, you know, there's so many bathhouses in the states that have been around for so long. But I bet newer ones could say what works, what doesn't work, and create kind of a cool atmosphere. What are your thoughts on this, Cody? I think that more bathhouses, especially in San Francisco, because it is such an intrinsic part of the gay culture, or it was back in the 70s, and I think it should have a revival. I think if they can do it, like you said, like the clubs that are in Europe, or I've been to some great ones in Canada as well that were so... Oh, St. Catherine Street. Yeah, in Montreal. Oh my gosh, it was so nice and so wonderful. And I had such a wonderful time meeting and talking to and doing other things with beautiful young men there. So <laughs> so I think that if they could do it along those lines, then it could be a wonderful thing and it could be great. But I think they should also address the homeless part too. So <laughs> maybe they could use the funds from the bathhouse to help the homeless people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. And I'm so funny you should mention the Montreal ones. Uh, just don't wear your good diamond earrings when you go <gasps> into one of those, like I did, and lost one of them no. as I was getting fucked. <laughs> oh my God. In one of the rooms. <laughs> I know. And you know, when you realize that you've lost something like a tiny little diamond earring that you lost it in a bathhouse. Are you really going to go back and be like, no, no they'll never find that shit. <laughs> That's why I got a light on my phone to find my diamond earring. It would make a really good scene in a movie though. Can you imagine like, excuse me, don't mind me. I'm just looking for my diamond. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> oh, you're not doing that right. I thought you were looking for your diamond. I am, but you're not doing that right. Or can I be next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I had to say goodbye to that one. But anyways, yeah, don't wear anything valuable when you go to these places, by the way. Uh, okay, moving on. I couldn't help but have to read this next Reddit thread. It was, how much do I owe a fuck buddy a friends or a friends with benefits? This guy writes, posted by Evangelico. That's J-E-L-L-Y-Co. Evangelico. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a clever name? That is cute. I got to know an older guy. He is my first buddy acquaintance in a mostly sexual manner. And both of us are interested in a regular more than a one hookup meetings. The sex is great. I really like him as a person. He's very careful with STDs and I never felt unsafe with him. He lives close by and we share some hobbies. The one problem I have is that I feel like I owe him something, mm -hmm. even though we've never agreed on any of the above and we never formally committed us to ourselves. Owe him to tell that I want to meet others. Owe him to tell about my emotional situation. Owe him to about uh, my sexual energy. And he writes in parentheses, I don't jerk off a lot anymore. Owe him to stay away from dating apps. Owe him to take care of, oh my gosh, to take care of my feelings. <laughs> I inspire in him. And owe him to be ready for it at virtually any time. Child, this is a boyfriend, is a not boyfriend. a friends with benefits or a fuck buddy. <laughs> On the other side, I feel like he owes me to what I just pointed out. So I feel stuck. I would like to have two or three friends or buddies like him. 
he's busy, he's busy a lot and can't meet my sexual demands. And when I tell him about my issues, I'm afraid he might be discomforted by the closeness that I developed for him. I'd be embarrassed for that. But when I don't talk with him and look for others, I feel like a ch cheater, but remain unsatisfied. Also, he will find out what I do because I do owe him to tell him about the STD situation on my side. Yes, I'm extremely jealous. I do like him. I experience my feelings very vividly, but I do, but it's nothing I want to act on. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Cody, what are your <laughs> thoughts on this? <laughs> Is he too much in his head? Maybe the, for starters? For sure. He should definitely talk to him about maybe potentially becoming a boyfriend because it already feels like they are in a relationship and they can work out the logistics of what they want that relationship to be on their own. I want to further say you don't owe anybody a fuck buddy, especially anything except for information on sexual health and safety. So if you, if you think that you owe them something more then maybe you want to explore why you feel that way. Yeah, I have to agree with you, too. You don't owe a fuck buddy or friends with benefit any of that. I've had one before, and every time I would go on Scrub, he would hit me up, and maybe five out of the ten times, I would hit him back. I mean, it does get a little much when he's blowing like the minute i would go on scruff he would be like hey how are you how have you been where have you been i'd love to see you that i do feel for this writer that there can i suffer from a little bit of that oh i need to get back to him and i just do and it's something i deal with on a constant basis that need to really respond kind of thing but on the other hand i don't if i don't want to do it that night with him or if I'm just going on there, I don't feel bad for not getting back to him. And I don't feel like I owe him anything because it's just sex. Yeah. It's friends with benefits. We've had sex several times and it was good. There was another guy that is in my building and I just saw him in the gym the other day and I smiled. I was like, who is that guy? And I was like, oh, right. We've hooked up a few different times. <laughs> and he's, I know, and he's really cute and sexy, actually. I should probably smile a little back for more. <laughs> And reignite this, maybe, but I did notice that he would hit me up more often than I would hit him up. In fact, I never did. He always hit me up. And it was good, but I didn't, and I would feel guilty. So I, I, I guess my point is, and I do have one, is that I feel for this guy because I can feel that guilty thing. And that's on us. That's on this guy. That's on me. And we have to learn to deal with that a little bit better because I do ultimately think like you, Cody, you don't owe anybody anything. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Jeremy I totally think that he doesn't owe him anything and I think if he wants to seek out like sleeping with other guys and stuff then he should be able to do that and I think that it also sounds like he's expressed his feelings to this specific person and they don't seem like they are fully receptive to like progressing to the next step mm. or like progressive to uh, to commit to more. So yeah. I say then keep your options open and and don't feel so, don't inflict so much guilt on yourself for being a human being and wanting to jerk off or meet up with someone else. And, and I think like Cody said, 
just be aware of like your sexual health in general and keep him abreast of that. But other than that, I don't think that you should feel guilty for every single waking moment. Yeah, you know, and more I think about it and hearing all of our comments, fuck buddies can be a really amazing construct, Mm -hmm. but it can also be a a headache. (laughs) In some ways, just no, really, because I think one of you ultimately, because ultimately I think it's a relationship in some way, shape, or form, Mm -hmm. right? And you guys feel comfortable with, you know, texting one or the other and saying, hey, what are you doing? And it, one of you is ultimately probably going to be a little bit more into the situation than the other one is. And you really haven't discussed any parameters, right? So it's not a, a traditional boyfriend relationship. So I th- it gets, it can get a little murky yeah. at times. And sometimes I think if for those like myself and the person writing it that, have anxiety I have anxiety for these kinds of things not really for work and all that but I have anxiety for these types of life you know people things Mm -hmm. that it can bring up a lot more anxiety yeah you don't want to hurt anybody and what does our life coach on the panel say (laughs) that that would be you Cody (laughs) you know what I don't even owe my boyfriend regular set well we're regular sex maybe but i don't owe him sex if i'm not in the mood to have sex with my boyfriend i don't have sex with him i don't owe him to tell him when i masturbate i mean if it comes up it comes up and i'll tell him but i don't owe him anything like that so for this guy to even think that he owes this other person that he needs to explore what about this relationship is making him feel this way i would really like to pick his brain on this because it seems like Jeremy said, it seems like, what is this even for? Like, why is it? Why? So, uh, I don't know. It's crazy to me. Jeremy, could you have a fuck buddy, friends with benefits situation? Do you think you could handle it? And would you want one? Yeah, I think I could. And I think it would be fun. It's nice to have someone that you feel comfortable with and uh, sleep well with and can revisit. Uh, but I also think that you, it's always best to communicate just all of your feelings and if anything comes up other than just like the sexual part yeah i think i could too wouldn't mind inviting one into my life again but i would also i could tell that if the more time you spend with somebody because i'm one of those that after a a few times of sleeping with somebody, then when we're in bed or it's the next morning and we're having coffee, I'm, I'm going to start asking you questions. Mm-hmm. I want to know life issues. And the more I learn about you, I'm going to either be more pulled towards you or away from you. And that could easily want, lead me to want to date you. And I have been in that situation before and I even proposed to, I remember back in the day to why aren't we dating? I told this guy and he didn't want to date. And it kind of crushed me at the time because I was like, but we have such great sex. And I think that's what it was. He liked, it was just a fuck buddy situation for him. We ended up becoming friends. So it all worked out in the end. But at the time I was crushed that he didn't want to go down that road. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Okay, well, this next segment, we have a lot of things in the grinder uh, apps section. So Ooh. many things came up. It all started when in our Discord chat, which you guys can also join. It's so much fun. We're all kind of popping in questions in there. And Jeremy, I'll send you the link so you can kind of chime in whenever you want to. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, people are just asking questions or posting things whenever they want to. And people chime in. It's part of our Patreon community. One of our Jimmy posted uh, that he is deleting recently. He deleted all of his apps because he was having no luck with them and i asked him further before we went live on the show well were you looking for hookups or were you looking for like a boyfriend or both and he said both he said he had the hookup one and he did a specific one specifically for dating and it was just going nowhere so he's like forget it i'm done with it and i think that's been a lot of the feeling in these next stories that are coming up for example, on Queerty, they posted the question, or they posted the story called Four Grinder Dating Horror Stories That'll Keep You Up at Night. Uh-oh. These are kind of scary. <laughs> I'm only going to read you a couple of them, but one of them was really scary. Number one, wouldn't it be strange if you disappeared tonight is what it's called. The first one, um, after a relatively nice dinner and movie, the young student found himself at his date's place. They talked about life in general, but the conversation took a sharp left after the grinder guy found out our student works with literal dead people. So maybe he works like in a morgue or something, mm -hmm. right? Here's how the heart heart-stopping conversation happened according to reddit he proceeded to ask me if i was ever scared to go on dates i of course said no but then he stated asking pretty dark questions what would happen if i died on this date what would you do with my body would you hold me until the ambulance arrived wait can i use cement to bury, bury a body Ew. <laughs> what I pulled my pants up when he asked, wouldn't it be strange if you just disappeared tonight? <laughs> Good for you. I'd be out the door and like... After that first you... question. <laughs> then this one, Jeremy. I know you love Edward Scissorhands. This... 
<laughs> oh my god. Um, yes, exactly. His friend Larry met up with his grinder date, let's call him George, after swapping pictures and memes, and they had a pretty lovely night together over dinner and a good heart-to-heart conversation. After learning that George had just split up with his ex-boyfriend, Larry found himself heating things up. They headed to George's apartment, and the clothes came straight off. But then they heard a commotion coming from outside the apartment. Their night of play was interrupted when George's actual boyfriend, <gasps> not ex-colossal boyfriend, walked in on them, no. wielding scissors <gasps> with a murderous look in his eye. Oh, the my ex, God. The ex jumped on George, basically going for the jugular and stream, screaming the entire way. Finally, Larry found an exit and made a beeline for it, completely buck naked. No. Okay, those are pretty scary ones. I'll <laughs> post the rest of them on tagspodcast.com when this show comes out. But scary. You, Jeremy, have you ever had a horror story on a date? Maybe not this scary, but... I've had a, actually all? one where I... I don't think I've ever talked about this before, but I had one where this... So only I would like... Uh, get really turned on by this guy knowing that like he broke up with his girlfriend and he just wants to cuddle and like have a sleepover with a gay guy supposedly okay. oh yeah that, right that was that was what he wanted and i i might have like alluded to this before so i i go over and he so he locks the door he has a dog we hang out we're like in underwear for a little bit and then he shuts off the lights and he like literally is ready for me to fuck him in fetal position and i was like but only in the like dark 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 like pitch black dark and then he's like he started like talking about what if i like beat you up no like what if i beat you up and then you you were hurt and weren't able to leave or like as if he held me captive or whatever and this was when i was a little less thick and i was like a much more twinky uh-huh. and so i was like mortified and thinking like i need to get the fuck out of here and i don't know how to fight anyone i'm not <laughs> strong whatsoever i was like just skin and bones and turned on by the situation but that was like the deciding factor that i needed to get the fuck out of there and so i casually talked it down out of that awkward ass conversation and then was like oh yeah i need to go my roommate needs something or like in new york that's always a good excuse when you live with a roommate you're just like oh my roommate's locked out they forgot their key or they lost their metro card or whatever bullshit and i got the fuck out of there and that was when i was living in hell's kitchen Uh it was like literally a neighbor that lived like one or two blocks away that i never had run into because he lived like an avenue back from me Uh and it was like it was hot all up until that and he really just like creeped me out from saying that and and his seriousness of talking about it really made me think he could just turn a switch and be like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Like yeah. it, it seemed like it went from sexy and cutesy to like, he was going to actually do it. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot of these things that can be hot like that fall into the BDSM category in many ways. But but what the difference remaining is, is that the BDS community has rules mm-hmm. and regulations that the two people involved decide on. Like, what's that's why I love a good BDSM parties, and there's plenty of them around the country, world, and you can go to these play parties and you can get some of the things you can get spanked and you can get Dom subbed and all these really great things that you want to explore, but in a safe environment, you're not ultimately worrying for worried for your life. And I think sometimes, you know, I get it too, because I've been in the situation too, where I brought somebody home. It wasn't off of one of the apps, but it was at a bar and I brought them home and it was a, a dom sub situation. And I quickly realized as I, he was in my living situation that his dom was a little bit darker and a little bit more forceful mm-hmm. than I was ready for. And it seemed scary to me that I was worried for my life. And I had to really work to get him out of the place because I really felt unsafe. And what was kind of going to be sexy and hot turned into I'm uncomfortable. And he wasn't getting that fact, even if when I was telling him and I didn't know, you know, I didn't know this guy from Adam. Right. And so I think, you know, you got to be a little, you got to have a little street smart. You got to have, be a little bit like savvy with some of this stuff. And when, you do feel uncomfortable. Trust that instinct. The first one is my recommendation on this because it can often lead to horrible situations. And well, Cody, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. I think I'm doing grinder wrong because I've never had any of this happen to me before. My mouth <laughs> is on the ground. I can't believe this. I've never had anybody. Pick it up. <laughs> now I got a whole boyfriend. Maybe maybe we should do some role play like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only, I, I've never had this happen to me before. Yeah. Oh my goodness. None of this. Okay. Yeah. None of this have you've ever experienced. No, or I've had never. Any... What's your worst grinder hookup story? Well, my worst grind grinder hookup story is when I went to the guy's house, and we clearly were not like our pictures were nice to one another in the moment but then when i got over there clearly there were no sparks there was nothing that we were going to do with one another and he was like so i think you should just go now and i was like i think so too and i turned around and i walked out the door <laughs> but i've never well, that's a- what about the one that wanted to film you oh that guy well that's a whole different situation because but it's okay you th- uh because i didn't feel unsafe i just felt like Exposed. Exposed. <laughs> because I he, I went to his house and he he was so hot and I wish I could have gotten it up. But I went over to his house and he wanted to film me for his boyfriend and I guess share the video with his boyfriend of me fucking him. But I could not. I just am. I'm very uncomfortable. That's a little twisted, though. It is. But I didn't feel unsafe in the situation. I was 
I, if you I, don't know what that boyfriend was going to do when he saw the video. Though. <laughs> you probably made the right decision for not filming. It's you true. know, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. He could have told you that. Oh, my boyfriend thinks this is so hot. He just likes to know who I'm fucking. Meanwhile, he's it's it's revenge porn. Oh my god, you know it. what is so funny too? I just watched a movie last night that is all about. What's this. it called? It's called Deep Water with Ben Affleck. And okay. Oh my god, I want to watch that. It looks really good. So good. It's like one of okay. the best, like best sexy movies I've watched recently. It's and they say it's fatal all, attraction of today. Yes, and it's all about like sex in a relationship when someone's doing shady shit on the side and uh-huh. It, he's really good. In oh, it. so like, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Ben Affleck is is very very good at acting in this, and it's like it's it was a really good movie. It's sexy, and the woman I is just, beautiful in it. I just saw the previews, and it said the new Fatal Attraction, and who doesn't love the Fatal Attraction? So I'm if you're saying it's like I'm all for it. I want to watch this. Yeah, good. Thank you very for that good. pick. Okay. And it's all okay. about like this whole mysterious dark side of sex like the whole movie is about that oh my god yeah do you think j-lo got jealous i'm i'm sure she did it's it's hot it's hot and the girl is beautiful and she's naked and yeah it's juicy (laughs) oh my god okay good recommendation um what, I want to know your guys' thoughts on this next thing. Would life be better if Grindr didn't allow you to take screenshots? So apparently Grindr has been trending on Twitter over the last 24 hours as people discuss the subject of screenshots. Mm-hmm. To support privacy, Grindr and other apps allow people to send photos that disappear after a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And actually, Cody, you s- told me this thing you can even do on a text mm-hmm. too, right? Yep. Where it'll just disappear. Invisible ink. I can't. Which I still don't understand it, but you're going to have to really come, come over here and help yeah. me out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which I love this concept, but on some apps nowadays, it's not possible to take screenshots of these photos. One Twitter user wondered whether it would be better if Grinder and Scruff fully disabled the ability for users to take screenshots. How would they do that, though, Cody? Because don't you just press two buttons on your phone and you can screen capture stuff. Yeah. But there is a way that they could program on their end. Yeah. It, it's a back of house thing to where it would just show, it would maybe show blurred. like the, either blurry or it would show the scruff logo because I've tried to take screen captures of like Amazon prime or something like that. And, but it would just show the Amazon prime logo, like just not for to sell anything because I'm not trying to pirate anything just to like, cause I thought it was a really funny moment and I wanted to send it to my <laughs> friends, <laughs> but it, it was just the Amazon prime logo. So there are ways to do it. Yes. Well, I know many people are probably thinking that people are just doing photos of the people, but some supporters of the idea talked of how so many people now post grinder chats mm-hmm. to platforms that. such as Twitter. We've had listeners chime in and say, Oh, there's a whole community on Facebook. Um, worst experiences you've had on those apps. And they post some of these things, sometimes earning themselves viral fame in the process. Mm-hmm. Others said it was an abuse of trust. Mm-hmm. And then other people say taking screenshots of people has also led to people like cat, is it catfishing? Yes. Or 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right. Where like yourself, Cody, they used your picture oh. and posted it. I mean, I don't know. Do you think there's Jeremy, there should be a rule against this or should you just be accountable on what you say and stand by it? And I kind of don't care if somebody screen captured something that I said, I'm getting more savvy with this nowadays. I don't just share pictures willy nilly anymore because I know it's going to get out there when someone asks me. I I think it's you're when you're putting yourself out there and you're using uh, anything on social media and on grinder and apps and stuff. I think you have to always have in the back of your head, there's a possibility that it could get somewhere else. And the yeah. one feature that I do think is great is the disappearing photo feature. So Grinder allows you to send photos that people can't look at one like m- multiple times. So you can send it and then it disappears and they can't look at it again. But I think they do still have the capacity to screenshot it if they were to. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's all just something to think about. I agree. I feel like now in the past, my answer probably would have been different. I would have been like, yeah, no, don't allow this. Now I feel, no, be accountable for what you put out there. Mm -hmm. I've actually posted being angry. This is not related to like the apps, but say Twitter, somebody says something on a political thing and I'm firing back on Twitter. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, I'll keep up what I post there. But there's been a couple of times where I rethought it. I'm like, oh, do you really want that out there on what you just said? And I'll de- I delete it mm-hmm. because not that I have the following of like, you know, Kim Kardashian or people like that, but still I have a following. And so I've changed my mind and rethought, be careful what you put out there. It lives out there. Cody, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think that as long as you're protecting people's anonymity and you're not outing anybody, then I don't see a problem with screen capturing uh, a conversation that you think went awry and that you think is hilarious. I think it's entertainment and i think that as long as you're not harming anybody then why not put it out there because and also it could be a teachable moment now that i think of it because you know it could teach somebody else how to not fall into into that same trap that was set by these other people so yeah i'm all here for the the screen capturing of the conversations but as jeremy was saying with the disappearing pictures if they put it to where if grinder put it to where if you send a disappearing picture you can't screen grab it that would be amazing i think that is would solve everything because if you send a picture that didn't disappear then that means that you don't mind it being out into the world but if you send it and it did disappear then that means that you don't want somebody to be able to take that picture and put it somewhere else Yeah, I'm so for this new things. I don't want to put anything out there that I don't want living on somebody else's computer, although you don't have a lot of control over that and it is what it is, but I'm here for it. Just know what you're saying and stand by it. And if it's going to be captured also, yes, people, it can be a teachable moment. I like what you said on that, Cody, but it also could be used in a court of law. Let's just say somebody was really threatening somebody. And this was one of the clues that led up to an ultimate, you know, you might need this information. And if you didn't have that, and no, really look, look at the trail that they left. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I think we've all been watching too many Netflix <laughs> TV, <laughs> binging too much. What is the movie called? <laughs> deep Water? <laughs> deep yeah, Deep Water. <laughs> deep Water, y'all. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, I just stand by what you say. And if you don't want it to be screen captured, then don't say it. That's as easy as it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That brings us to our poll question of the week. Last week, we asked the question, if you agree to exchange nudes, is it bad etiquette to change your mind once the agreement is made? Um, Half of you said yes. One of you, uh, a small percentage said no, and some of you said depends. So depends. Okay. <laughs> yeah, kind of mixed bag on that depends one. On this what? week, yeah, I know. I told people to put it from now on. Put if uh, in the comment section what you mean by that. <laughs> this week, we are asking the question: Do you still believe you can meet Mr. Right or Mr. Right now mm-hmm. on the apps? Answer our poll question of the week. It's go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast and we'll report on the results next week. This Wednesday, by the way, we're live again, of course, for tags live at 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific time for tags live with Cody and myself. Join us. The easiest way to find out to get to us is just to go to tagspodcast.com and click on the link tags live. All right. Well, you can always follow my co-host, Jeremy. Follow him on Instagram at jrosslopez, jrosslopez. Follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching or at Mr. Maurice. And follow us on the TikTok at Tags Podcast. Thanks, guys. So much fun. Always. 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 In the meantime, you guys continue having hot Hot gay gay sex. sex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park